0: Hey friends, Jeremiah Wonders is brought to you by MyBookie. Maybe you can't go to a game in person right now, but from the comfort of your own home, you can bet from there. The winning season returns at MyBookie, and that means doubling your first deposit. Plus, survivor contests, super contests, and squares. From live betting to championship futures, every play you want to make is waiting for you at MyBookie. Unlike the other guys, this bookie makes it easy on you. New players get up to $1,000 in free play. Use promo code SACS and double your first deposit. Hit all your parlays and props with your feet up. Watching your team trounce the rivals while you cash in. Cha-ching! Get more excitement out of the sports you love by betting and winning. It's simple. Make your picks, win big, and collect your cash pretty freaking simple. Visit mybookie.ag and use promo code SAX to double your first deposit. That's promo code S-A-X at mybookie. Your winning season starts today, only at mybookie. Got a very special episode of Jeremiah Wonders today. My friend Giannis Papas called into this show remotely from New York, and man, did we have so much freaking fun. Uh, I told him uh, on this pod that I usually. You know, these Zoom podcasts aren't usually my favorite thing to do, but he makes it feel like he is in the room with his electric energy. We have so many fun riffs and great times together on this episode. A lot of celebrity appearances. And if you're not uh, following his podcast, History of Hyenas, get in on it. I've got some exciting news. I've got a new merch store up at JeremiahWatkins.com. Got some new shirts, got some sax hats, and some different designs and different character stuff that you should go check out right now at JeremiahWatkins.com. And uh, I just want to thank everybody for supporting this show, Uh, seeing some growth in in numbers, and uh, all the likes and comments and the reviews on iTunes. All that stuff helps build the Jeremiah Wonders empire. I love you guys, and without further ado, please welcome to Jeremiah Wonders, Giannis Pappas. (laughs) You gotta love this Zoom technology we're in right now
1: it's not perfect but you know what is right right i mean to get philosophical what is right in this world uh, I, you know what i think right now it, it's very debatable i mm-hmm. think you could you know i saw an article the other day two plus two equals five and here's why so You know, reality is completely a suggestion and I got to admit, I'm getting used to it.
0: You know, when things are more suggestion and less concrete, there's just less pressure to be something.
1: Yeah, I mean, everything is sort of up to who has the best lawyer or who is the best lawyer for themselves. Like Johnny Cochran died a little too early because he would be having a field day during this era. I think he could get anyone or himself out of anything because he can't really prove anything anymore.
0: It's all he said, she said. It's all he said, she said. Or they said, I don't wanna put a label.
1: Yeah, and if it's he said, it's probably wrong because it's a he that said it.
0: I mean, (laughs) that's what he said. (laughs)
1: You know, that's why we, uh, the hyenas, we're all about the matriarchy. We're all about what the ladies got to say. And our podcast is just two ladies that are from Ethiopia that happened to <laughs> grow corn. And we have a podcast.
0: I mean, uh, what do you think about Adele's hairdo?
1: I think Adele's hairdo is an absolute tragedy. And that's a new word I just made up right now. She's a tragedy. (laughs) A tragedy. (laughs) And I don't know what to do with it, um, but I think that what I'm thinking about is a little side business I'm, I'm contemplating right now. I need a coder to team up with, but I wanna create an app where when people culturally appropriate or they sort of cross the line like she did, there's an app where we can set her up with someone who she can wash their feet as reparations, as sort of retribution. Right. So she should, I think she did a bad thing and she needs to wash people's feet. I we mean, need to set her up. Yeah, it's like Uber, but for feet washing.
0: That's what Jesus had to do back in the day. He used to have it, to wash people's feet.
1: Yes. If you do something bad like that where you culturally appropriate, it's time to wash feet babe line up those feet get that soap and water out and wash and atone she needs to atone for her sand (laughs) how fun we need to bring back like the fire and brimstone preachers i think the i think it's fertile ground now for them to make a comeback
0: oh dude that those preachers are are literally guys who i grew up with my dad would be like you need to watch this like if we if we weren't going to church on a sunday then he'd be like, all right, let's put this in its place.
2: And the Lord said unto
0: thee. And then, like, it would be like the flicking of like the, the, the heads and stuff of, of like people like feeling the spirit and stuff like that. Now, that gets into the Pentecostal territory, which that, that's, that wasn't my personal upbringing, but I, I watched a lot of videos and I just gotta say, they know how to put on a show.
1: Yeah, I mean, they, they definitely know how to get the crowd moving. And I think we need them to kind of balance things out. Right now, the, all, have you noticed like all the new cool ministers that talk to like, you know, Justin Bieber? They look like they work at Urban Outfitters. Like the new preacher wears like the 70s mom Polaroid glasses and like has like a cut swimmer's body and like ripped jeans. I don't like those guys. Those guys freak me out. And I can't believe we're allowing that as a culture. I want sort of the fucking, I want that the hair that's like half gelled that's moving. I want that Jim Jones wearing sunglasses. I want that preacher back. I want, yeah, we got to start holding people accountable. And for their sins. For their sins. Because the Lord said unto thee, reject the devil and repent. Yes. Talking in tongues. Let's bring it back.
0: Dude, I think that uh, like... The more traditional preachers who just stand behind the podium and just give you the message directly are kind of like New York comics. And then the (laughs) preachers, the preachers that have all the theatrics and
1: and are shaking, those are the LA
0: comics of preachers.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the ones that just read the scripture, those are like, You're stealing material, dude. I mean, you're doing somebody else's material. (laughs) Uh, Hack. Hello. (laughs) Hello. That was written by somebody else a couple thousand years ago.
0: Thousands of years ago. And hey, don't just think that you can change the type of person that is in the scripture and it's
1: your own now. Okay. Yeah. No, no. You cannot do that. That is religious appropriation. I yes. want to just start inventing new words and holding think, people accountable to say them.
0: I think that we should develop an app, and we call it App Appropriation, and <laughs> <laughs> and it's just this little bing. Anytime somebody says something remotely, like like if they're in conversation, we're having a conversation, and you know, like I'm like I do a voice that somebody might not like or something. I'm like, yeah, let's go get some crab down at the island. And it just
1: says, I'm sorry, what? Or it just has a face that comes up and goes, you're on notice. You're on notice. You're on notice. You broke a law. (laughs) You're on notice. You're on notice right now. (laughs) I like it. Appropriation. I like it. Appropriation. Mm -hmm. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I mean, we're starting our own, uh, like, side business now, do Do you wanna become preachers? Like stand up, stand up's not doing, but like, is there a loophole for preachers right now? Like, you know, there's always some sort of religious loophole where churches can do what they do. You wanna preach? I mean, we could get a crowd. We could get a crowd. We know how to really kick up the heat. We know how to read them. Um, If it's not working, we know how to switch to crowd work. That's that's the
0: thing is there would be like at the church service like uh, all the people would be like there's a lot of um there's a lot of opening preachers on the bill tonight <laughs> <There's->
1: <laughs> it's like well it's a bringer show I got to get a lot of my friends up we're doing a little we're doing a little preacher spot trading yeah yeah
0: exactly I mean I gotta <laughs> I gotta bring uh, five other followers and uh, and it's a whole
1: thing Just I did his the- church the other night yeah he's doing mine it's what you know. He's got a great church, though. I mean, great. You know, great. It's a great, great room. That's what
0: we do to build up our community together. We do his church, then he comes over and does my church. It's this
1: whole thing. It's a giving community
0: that we're a part of.
1: Do they do more than one show? Like, is it? Do they do a couple? Like, uh, you know? Because I know I grew up in the Greek Orthodox Church. I think he did two shows. Oh, I think it's yeah. like two shows. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Sometimes uh, they do two shows, especially like if it's a holiday or something. Like if it's a holiday, forget about it. They got those three pms, those five pms, those seven pms. They got that candlelight ceremony. I've never done a candlelight stand-up <laughs> ceremony <laughs> before. That would be
1: fire. Do you think they talk like comics too? Like they'll talk to the deacon or whatever. Faith it is and be like, man, that, that crowd was dead, or dude I hate the late crowd. <laughs> late crowd comes in. Dude, the late crowd, oh they're all just all they like, do is come in. They're there to like, you know, just network, look at each other's outfits or whatever. They don't get into any of the hymns or anything like that. Tourist crowd, you know. It's just
0: like respond a little bit more. I need like to work off the crowd. I need a little bit of energy. Or like yeah. the pastors <laughs> like or, or priests are like passing each other in the back hallways of the church and be like, hey man. Good message tonight, man. <laughs> Is that new stuff? <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, was that uh, was that NIV, KJV? What you working with tonight, Doc? Dude, that, that Matthias stuff, was that off the dome? Because I didn't see you do that last Sunday. <laughs> Probably. I mean, th- th- those guys are putting on a show in a lot of ways.
0: Dude, I, I went to – there's some very L.A. churches out here that are clearly – in my opinion hollywood has tainted them a little bit where it's a little bit too much show too much theatrics and i was watching i went to church uh uh it was like an easter like this was probably like 10 years ago and i didn't go back to this church because it was like too like they were showing trailers for their church groups like and we're talking cinema full quality trailers that has a guy like on the mic like
2: You thought that they weren't coming back.
0: Like, it's like, it's like Mr. (laughs) Movie Voice. And then like it's showing all these women turning to camera. And then at the end, no joke, this is the actual title of this church group. It just goes, God Chicks. God Chicks was the name of this church group. And it had wow. the, and then it said right afterwards, follow us on Twitter and Instagram and social media. And it had like their Twitter handles. And anytime a pastor would be shown on the screen, it would have his Twitter handle. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm out. I think I'm done. Like, I can't handle, like, I'm already around this so much. I can't handle this inside the sanctity of a church as
1: well. That show business spirituality. Did you go outside afterwards and see Pablo Francisco smoking a cigarette? You're going like, <laughs> You're going like, "Oh, you work in this church?" I say, "Yeah, man, times are hard." It's like that was him doing the movie phone. <laughs>
3: it was i was like, "Yeah, man, I, just, I,
1: I come here for yeah, I come here for an hour God. and voice of God that shit." This summer, twelve apostles. I get down!
2: <laughs> <laughs> no Jesus, Ram. No Jesus, Ram. Jesus, Ram. No, just nobody's saying I got nothing about of here. <laughs> I got to get my. uh, I'm gonna be crucified by his own healing. (laughs) Ah,
1: Little Jesus Man coming. Three days later. Never thought. He came back from the dead. He came back from the dead. I'm back! Hi! I've transformed! And now I have a tortilla stand!
2: Little Tortilla
0: Jesus <laughs> coming to a hymnal no year new.
1: Get, uh, uh, get down on your knees and repent your sins. Hey, why is Arnold Schwarzenegger trying to kill Jesus? And don't ask questions, it's the voice that does. <laughs> uh, they're yeah. shooting nails into my hands. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Judas. Judas. How <I> you? <laughs> yeah, I love it. I want to go to that church. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, dude. I think you know, there's a real lane that's opened up where, you know, we may we may be we may have to make the switch kind of from stand-up comedians to. To fire and brimstone
0: preachers. Well, you know, Sam Kennison was a preacher. Real talk. Before he did stand up. Yeah. So was I. Were you? What was Why your, not? Yeah. What was your What was your minister name?
1: Uh, my minister name was uh, Giannis Farakonias, because I'm uh-huh. Greek. So it was yeah. So I just went Gian- with Giannis. Yeah, Giannis Vatican- Far- Farakon. Monopolis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, that was it. And it was, uh, you know, it was a great couple of years. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think we really changed a couple of people's lives out there. Made a, diff, made a diff. Now, you're very
0: Greek, so I heard that you did your communion a little different at this church.
1: Yeah, we did do it. Um, there's a vat of tzatziki that they put out, which is white sauce. Uh-huh. So, we give, we give the baby the option. We ask him, Do you want the white sauce or no? And the baby decides by if he bobbles to the right, like we know that, yeah, if he does that, we just, that means he wants the white sauce. And then, you know, and then the little hot sauce as well mixed in, depending on if he wants that as well. And then we dunk him in that. You dunk and, him uh, full on dunk. We dunk, funk him like a, like a pita bread. We dunk him right in. Yeah, and then we take him out, and he's Greek. Yeah. That's all you have to do to convert to. Well, you got to shave his back as well. Get him ready for the world. Make him presentable, you know? This baby already has a hairy back? I mean, it starts from the eyebrows. As you can see, I still haven't. These things are like caterpillars that if I don't get them tweezed soon, are going to turn into butterflies and fly off my face. Yeah. So they just kind of grow from here. Like, you know, the whole like Bigfoot thing. That it, it There is Bigfoot, but it's just a misunderstanding. That was just an old Greek dude walking in the woods somewhere. <laughs> who, yeah, who hadn't had his eyebrows trimmed down in a little while. We got big eyebrows. My eyebrows are bigger than my eye slits. And now that I've told you that, you won't be able to unsee it.
0: Well, man, eye slits sound super sexual, and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: got nice eye slits. Hey, yo. Hey, girl, show me them eye slits. <laughs> Yo, you, yo, what, what's her eye like? It almost sounds like it could be a synonym for that punana. Yeah, what that eye slit do? Yo, how's that eye slit? That tie? Is that eye I, I got that wet eye <laughs> I got that wet eye I got that wet eye Wet Which, ice by lit. the way, Maurice has the original wet ass pussy. So that's funny, cause uh, that's yeah, it, wet ass pussy. That's what that's what Cardi B says. So wet ass pussy. That's Marisa had that original wet ass pussy. That's right. Whoa, Marisa! Damn. I didn't know that you were going
0: to be joining us today.
1: Well, you know what? Look, I know the I know that this quarantine got us all messed up and whatnot. Like, like listen, you're you, you look
0: th- hot usually,
1: but you're looking a little bit rougher than usual. I got to say. Well, you know, usually the, I don't like to just be taking FaceTimes like this. Like, I don't understand why girls be doing that to each other. Like, I'm not going to pick up the FaceTime so you could judge me to see how many Keebler cookies I'll be eating during quarantine. Like, you need to warn me before the FaceTime, text me, say you're going to FaceTime me so then I can fucking put my makeup on and look good. So then when we when we FaceTime, makeup on makeup, bitch, even. That shit is even. I got my machine gun pointed at you. You got my your machine gun pointed at me, bitch. That's it. Well, I'm not going to give you the advantage to call me and you all made up and then I look like this and shit. That's not going to do. But you a boy, so I took it.
0: You look good. You look good. I'm, I'm not saying that you look bad by any means. I mean, like you. your eyes you are on
1: point. Thank you. You look good, too. I love that hat. You look like, I love your merch and shit. That's nice. Watkins, look at that shit. I like it. That's that Wu-Tang shit, but it's Watkins. I like that shit. You look like you've been skateboarding a little bit. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. <laughs> That's right.
0: Hey, um, Marisa, uh, now I have a connection, uh, and I, I don't know how you personally feel about him, but I was wondering, would you
1: be opposed to talking to Donald Trump right now? I would love to talk to Donald Trump. I, in fact, look, Cardi B, we, we're in 2020 right now. Why the fuck can't I be Barbara Walters? Cardi B is. I'll talk to Donald Trump, I love to ask him questions because you know what, Cardi B was interviewing Joey B, so I would like to talk to this orange motherfucker right here. Sorry everybody, I don't have the wig or anything. It's just, you're gonna have to deal with it. Uh, I'm in in another part of New York and the wig, the wig is in Brooklyn. So, I'm going to give you four dollar sits and we're out of here. Where did he go? What happened to Donald Trump? Oh, look at this. It's a MAGA hat. Holy shit, where are we? In Chicago? Mm. Jesse Smollett, run. Save your Subway sandwich.
3: Hello.
4: Oh, how you doing, Donald?
1: It's just... Is this Marisa? Yeah, how you doing, Donna? Good to see you again. I don't know if you remember me, but there was a night in 2003 where I came over with a couple of my girlfriends and uh, we peed on you. Do you remember?
2: I always remember a woman who pees on me. It was fantastic. I mean, I've got to say, Marisa, you're looking more hideous than ever. You at least had longer hair when you pissed on me and I allowed it, I loved it. I loved every moment of it, but looking at you, you're looking more manly than ever, Maurice. And I think you might need another surgery or two, okay?
1: Well, I don't really appreciate you talking to a lady like that. Let me tell you something, Donald. You're looking more and more like a fucking Frito-Lay. That's it. You fucking, uh, orange lives don't matter. I mean, where do you get that? You look like my fucking leather purse.
2: Can I just say, bitch, you look like a jacks Mix piece that's inside of a vacuum cleaner. You look absolutely terrible, more hairy, more covered in fuzz than you ever have in your entire life.
1: Well, I don't appreciate that very much. You're not very nice to ladies, and I'm not even Rosie O'Donnell, so you shouldn't be talking to me like that. I'm not Odessa or whatever that bitch's name was. What was her name? The one that you, O'Mara? I don't even remember her fucking name.
2: I'm a Rosa.
1: I'm, I'm a Rosa. I'm a Roster.
2: Okay? I fired her. All right. She was fired. Yeah, well, listen, listen the country needs to. I got to say, your eyes slits are looking better than ever, honey. They're looking. Well, I appreciate that. So good. So, so perfect. So tremendous. Probably the strongest eye slits I've ever seen on a female in my entire life.
3: Well,
1: I will take that compliment because, listen, I'm not really a fan of you as a president, but I am a girl and I can't pass up a. Uh, compliment from somebody who also is in power. I'm telling you, you are one of the ugliest motherfuckers I've ever seen in my life, but you are in a seat of power and I, am a, I have a weakness to power. I have a weakness to it.
2: I still remember the taste of your urine. Can I tell you? <laughs> Can I tell you? Your urine tasted like rockstar energy drinks and DiGiorno's pizza. And I was, yeah, that's slightly, right. I was slightly concerned because it also tasted like a, a vitamin D Efficiency, I think. I I'm not sure. Have you been taking your vitamins, Marika? Maurice. No,
1: that's you Mar- you, you, Mar- you, you break bring- America. 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 That's it. I'm America. Marica. You could just call Can me America
2: call, yeah,
1: call me America because I'm trying to take myself back from you. That's right. But um mm-hmm. I also appreciate that compliment because what you was tasting there is a vegan diet. I don't eat meat unless that shit is chicken wings, cause I got a weakness for buffalo sauce. But I'm usually plant-based, that's it, I'm plant-based. And so what you was tasting is a 1,000% vegetarian diet minus a couple of percent for chicken wings.
2: Where have you been working at? Have you been getting your unemployment from me? I've been sending you lots of money, Morica.
1: Yeah, I got that unemployment, but that shit is nothing. A girl's got high taste, I can't go backwards in lifestyle. I've been on the fans only page, that's it.
2: What, what kind of videos are you having on your OnlyFans page? Cause I'm, a, bi- I'm a big dick. subscriber. I'm a big, big supporter of OnlyFans.
1: Yeah, I've been on the OnlyFans page and I've been sucking a lot of dicks on there. People see, come to see me also just talk and suck dick. That's it. You can either come watch my rigorosity cause I'm very rigorous, or you can watch me suck dick. Those are the two good things I'm good at. Also basketball.
2: So literally you're doing blob, You're doing basically, you're doing blocks or taking globs. Is that what you're trying to tell me?
1: I mean, the the problem with you is you're so fucking charismatic. That's why you became president, because you're funny.
2: People love me. I mean, probably I'm more loved than any president. Probably the biggest approval rating you've probably ever seen in the entire existence of presidents.
1: Yeah, that's the good thing about you is you fucking lie. Everything that comes out of your mouth ain't true. But you say it so charismatically that people just love to hate you. you basically like as if Ric Flair was president.
2: Marika, you're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my entire life. (laughs) Have I told you that? I mean, the way that you you, look right now is fantastic. I mean, it's truly tremendous. I mean, the fact that you your eyes slits. I mean, the things on your face. I mean, the hair on your head is so beautiful. Oh, there's another woman in the background. And tell her that she is not welcome around you because your beauty is so exceeding of everything around you.
1: Yeah, that's my girlfriend right now. What are you doing getting into the shot? I'm, I'm talking to the president of the United States and you up in my show and shit. Look, and you, look, you got makeup on, I don't got fucking makeup on. This is what I look like with no makeup. It's a little different.
2: Tell her this is serious business. This is serious work. It doesn't get more serious than this show right here, right now.
1: And she needs this to exit the frame immediately. Yeah, you need to exit because I'm talking to the president of the United States, and he was just telling me that my eyelids were beautiful. And I hated him a couple minutes ago, but now I'm fucking getting drawn in by that charisma that made him a celebrity, even though he doesn't have a talent besides just being a celebrity.
2: It's true. I'm very good at being famous. I've got a small wiener, and it's one of those things that it doesn't matter in the long-term thing of things because it's one of those things. I'm so rich, it doesn't matter what you really think of me at the end of the day. Okay, I've got so much money. I piss on prostitutes. They piss on me. It's all tremendous, courageous, fantastic business.
1: I've got to go I got a question her. for you. Oh, you do. It? Can I just okay. ask you a quick question before you go? I know you, I know yeah, you're busy uh, the, not doing the shit.
2: Air, the Air Force one, the Air Force Trump is right over there. I'm about to board, but yes, one last question.
1: Yeah. By Air Force one, I know you mean your, your phone, you need to get back to Twitter. No, but let me just, ask you a question. It's
2: just a black guy holding a pair of Jordans for me. Continue.
1: <laughs> let me ask you this question. I've been very curious about Donald Trump. Um, is your wife, a sex robot, because I'm not sure if she is. I just know that when they invent those shits and perfect it, it's going to look just like that.
2: Have you seen the movie starring Haley Joel Osman AI?
1: I have seen it, yes.
2: Melania is Haley Joel Osment as a robot grown <laughs> up into a real person, okay?
1: Now, nah, that makes a lot of sense.
2: Now, she used to be a little boy that was loved and could see dead people, And now she sees a living person, a strong person. The person that you see before you right here is the president of the United States of America. Sometimes I program her where she has reactions that I don't really like to let people see that she has some feelings on the inside. So that I rewire her after she has little outbursts of her little looks, okay? And I tell the programmers, never again. And then she behaves for a while, and then she starts learning and adapting. Like if you've seen the Terminator movies. These people start gaining consciousness, okay? And then I realize it's time to go. I want you just to plug in and unplug. That's all I want from you, okay? I'm not looking for a serious relationship. You're a robot. I'm a king. End of story. Does that answer your <laughs> question, Marika?
1: No. I think in the history books, you know, there will be a Shakespeare that will write some sort of play about you, like Henry VIII, but it will be called The King and the Robot. The Orange King King and the Robot.
2: The Orange King and the Robot. It sounds like a wonderful read, and you can find it now on Amazon Prime, okay? I've got to go. Uh, Jeff Bezos is calling me right now. Just billionaire doc. All right, I've got to go. Thank you so much.
1: All right, Mr. President, fuck you. (laughs) <laughs> wow, that was fun to watch. Fun to watch those two go at it. What do we got now? Can I
0: just oh, say this hey. show is so serious? I was just watching outside. Yeah, um, because uh, Trump and Marisa were on for a little while together, yeah. and um, yeah. I gotta say, this is probably one of the most serious shows. The serious, hard-hitting podcasts out of everything that people are subscribed to. So I appreciate, yeah, you is, know, Giannis, you kinda waiting in the wings while uh Marisa did her thing, you know?
1: No problem. I mean, you know, I I uh I'm very into politics. I love it was like watching Chris Cuomo show for a little bit and I and I enjoyed it. It was a very um that was a real dialectic right there between two Intellectual giants. And I think that uh, the policy that they discussed uh, really bodes well for maybe um, how the two sides can maybe have more of a dialogue going forward to sort of compromise on 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 the way that they see the world. It's true. It made me
0: start thinking like libertarians may have a point.
1: Yeah, yeah, me too. I was thinking that same thing. That's it's weird that you say that I was thinking libertarians may have a point. Um and um I'm just glad that people are coming to the table like that like to you know a journalist like her a serious intellectual president like him I mean our country's in a great place if those two people can sit down and talk
0: I was hanging on every word of that conversation I don't know about
1: you Me too me too um you know a lot of people say the Cardi B Joe Biden um uh interview was Reminiscent of sort of old Barbara Walter days, kind of 60 minute stuff. And I thought, yeah, I agree. And then I saw that and I said, I didn't know you, you could level up from that, so to speak. You know, just to kind of say a little bit of the of the kids' jargon nowadays. Because the kids nowadays, I mean things have we've gotten smarter, which is something that I am really proud of as an American. Yeah. You know? I think we're music's only getting
0: better
1: smarter. now. Oh, music's yeah, better. They,
4: The writing,
0: the writing keeps improving like cinema. Have you seen a cinema recently?
1: Dude, I saw the rocks. What was the rocks? A diving gun guy. Have you seen the rocks diving gun guy? I, I,
0: (laughs) I saw the trailer for that and I was just like, how do you keep exceeding my expectations as a viewer?
1: I don't know how we went from, yeah, sort of a lot of the. You, did know, you see writer, um, filmmakers.
0: Did you see that uh, Kevin Hart is doing the uh, Helen Keller biopic?
1: I, I didn't see that, but I, I was hoping he would play her. I don't know. Oh, no. I, I, you know, I, He is playing her, which this yeah, is a
0: challenging role for him because he's usually very loud and, and boisterous. So, like, I think that this could reach critical acclaim if he plays it right, you know?
1: I think he's the only choice for her right now. So I'm happy that whatever producer is behind what we're about to see went that way. Because I know there was a bunch of articles saying that that role should probably go to Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Um, it was a toss-up. He was sort of making it was a awesome. He was making sort of a little bit of a comeback when he was in the documentary, and people started talking about him. And I mean, uh, they were thinking about him for, for Helen Keller, but I, I was always more in the Kevin Hart camp. Did you notice how
0: deep Scottie Pippen's voice was in that last dance documentary?
1: I did notice that. Yeah, I did notice that. I did. He, hey. he has a very, very deep voice. Hey
3: man, it's Scottie Pippen right here. What up, dog?
1: it's exactly how it sounded hey what's up scotty
3: hey me and michael was playing right and people were all like yo mj this mj that but like i wasn't getting the pay that i should have been because i was giving all those points essentially to michael
1: yeah yeah um
3: it's really messed up scotty yeah so Scotty, how you co- basically how come I don't have my shoe. How come I don't have a a, a Scotty Pippen shoe? Huh? Because you you look
1: weird. You're what a you weird looking about, guy what do you mean,
3: I look weird.
1: I mean, Scotty, you look you look
3: your face looks like you look like a human falcon or something, a human falcon. What you talking about, man? <laughs> I mean, you're a strange looking guy. Oh, just because I'm long and limber that's what you call a human falcon?
1: Yeah, and I mean, your head, you just look like kind of a human falcon. And I don't know if you noticed in that documentary, everyone who was interviewed had crooked fingers. Did you see that? I don't know if that was something that I picked up. Anytime Michael Michael, jo- everyone's fingers are all over the place.
3: I don't know what you're talking about, man. I got normal, <laughs> I got normal <laughs> fingers completely yeah. normal fingers dog I Listen. don't know
1: how that happened
3: Okay hold up your hand and 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 show me the number 5 on your hand Yeah show me All right Yeah there you go Okay Let me make a number 5 now okay Just show okay. you how yeah. similar we are
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah I mean your fingers are fucked up man they're all I don't pointing know what different you're talking directions
3: about. This is I'm making a number 5 right now
1: all right, well, it looks a little bit more like you doing the shocker. With okay. a girl who doesn't, yeah. Who has oh, a no. really, whose asshole's very far from her vagina, so you're pointing, you gotta get it up here.
3: Oh, this is my shocker. <laughs> Your
1: fingers are so long, I think you could finger two different girls with one hand.
3: Man, I'm a, I put them, I make them a shish kebab. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, make a, I make a shish bitch. <laughs> I put them on. I started spinning them like an old school Harlem Globetrotters game.
1: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah a you got whole some lo- of a mess.
1: Yeah, you got some whole. You got some really long fingers, and uh, you did not. Yeah, that documentary was just about like when are they gonna pay Scotty? How many fucking championships does this team have to win before you get some money, Scotty?
3: I mean, that's, that's what, what I'm that's saying. saying. Just think about how good the scotty pippen shoe could be if you want to be next to the best like but not the best scotty <laughs> yeah.
1: That's a great. Scotty that would have been yeah that would have been the commercial right there
3: or like little kids you know like i want to be like mike i pull them to the side and, and be like let's be realistic you're not gonna be that good
1: <laughs> but if you, really that hard- good? if you work really hard
3: if you work really hard and have a growth spurt me. yeah
1: yeah you got to have a real late growth spurt out of nowhere at like 22. nobody knows why you were a division seven basketball player who went from 6-1 to 7-3 in two months
3: listen man i know i look like a stretched out stick of beef jerky i know that about myself <laughs> all right you do yeah <laughs> now i know that i'm not the face of the nba that i don't have all the beauty and the charisma that michael doing that my voice is a little gargly and deeper and it kind of scares kids when you say you know come on shawty be like scotty you know i was pitching different like things and they, they, they never caught on yeah but but, but you hear
1: yeah but you hear and you know yeah, you didn't have to get a deal with Nike, but you could
3: have maybe got a deal with, like, Etonics or Kangaroos. It's like, come on, Asics, where you at? Where's the Asics Scotty Pivot shoe or the New Balance? I'll take New Balance. I know mostly white people wear those shoes, but, I mean, come yeah. on, I'll take a New Balance deal. Yeah,
1: man. I do not understand why you didn't get. You didn't get. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of another good one you maybe could have got. Merrill. Merrill makes sneakers.
3: I mean, yeah, I'll take that. I mean, I'll Sensible. Put, uh, what about airwalks? Is air airwalks? airwalks, airwalks be, yeah. I mean, it would kind of be perfect because, like, I don't have the same, like, jump and, you know, vert as Michael Jordan.
1: Actually, airwalks is perfect. That would have been perfect. Yeah. Would have been perfect. And but instead of, hey, there's Air Jordan, you you would have been like, you would have been like, uh, you would have been like uh low altitude Pippin.
3: Yeah, exactly. Like, it's one of those things, like, if we did an evolutionary chart of, like, yeah. the, the, the basketball pose, you know, with, like, the foot <laughs> up in the air and stuff like that, then I would be the one who just be doing, like, a layup. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, Scotty. I don't know, man. I don't Listen, know what man, happened. My time is valuable, man. I got to go, okay? Like, I, I'm all pitching to right. all these, like, like, sneaker outlets, famous footwear. I'm actually doing a meet and greet on Crenshaw right now.
1: Alright, well, uh, good good to speak to you, Scotty. Um, you know, and uh it was good to watch it in that documentary um, and and see your pain, yeah. Thank you, man. I
3: appreciate your you, support.
1: You're welcome. Good dude. Really good
0: dude. Really solid dude. Really Solid, solid. dude,
1: really kind of like okay with his story and history, which is, what well, you know, because he is kind of the and one on the list, right? Mm-hmm. It's sort of like, you know how, like, when Paul Walker died, there was another dude in the car. It's just Scotty, you know, Scotty's the plus one. It's Michael plus one. You know, like, you just, if you're going to die, you don't want to die with a celebrity because when you get, it's just plus one. You're just plus one.
0: Yeah, you're the other guy.
1: Yeah, you're the other and guy. It doesn't matter how good you are, and he was amazing.
0: And it's just he it was amazing. Yeah,
1: it's just yeah. But he's he's really at peace with it. His fingers are all jacked up. I don't know how that happened, dude. You know? His
0: fingers were straight. Yeah.
1: Did you notice that in the documentary, though? Like, ev- even Isaiah Thomas, like everyone's fingers. I, I think don't know. it's because
0: they- I think it's from jamming them over and over. Like, like if you play enough basketball, like you, you yeah. jam fingers. And I think it's literally just from that and just, I don't know, maybe from slam dunking too. Who knows? I've never had dunking fingers. Maybe you're hanging on the rim a little bit too long. You get a little bit bit overzealous whenever you're cramming it down and then it kind of.
1: Yeah, yeah, that could be it. It was just something that I noticed (laughs) every single player.
0: By the way, what I just said is the most, somebody who knows the least about basketball is like, I don't know, maybe he's like doing one of those dunks
1: and. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, who knows, you know, when those guys are putting on their uniforms, the fingers get, they're so tall that the fingers get caught in the fabric, and that can cause injuries. That could cause like
0: a sprain or a strain or some kind of derange, you know?
1: Absolutely, and just, yeah, just touching the ball, dribble, dribble, it could get caught. Could. It could There's get so caught, many yeah.
0: intricate pieces on the body and on the court. Whenever you're dribbling and you're shooting, and oh, the net, the net, silly,
1: the finger goes in the net. Ugh, are we oh, hanging yo-yos? It's a net. It's yes, a net. that's that's how it happens. Yes,
4: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: yes. Hey, were you? Are you? A, did you play hoops with your height? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was pretty good. I was
0: uh, I was never great, Um, but I was uh, I played like all through I played in high school and like middle school. And uh, I I got cut from the team in my junior year and obviously the junior year. Like that's when you start your trajectory really of like if you're going to have an impact at any level, I got cut, and I was like, oh, I got to get funny real quick.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I was like, that was like one of the determining, like pushing me over the edge of like, oh, you got to see this other thing <laughs> through.
1: I think, because I played basketball too, I think anyone looking at either one of us could have probably told our stories without us telling the stories. Oh, yeah, for that sure. Story, that story you just told sounds you look exactly like that happened to you. Yeah,
0: man, I'm six three. Yeah. Which is yeah. just, just short enough to not get, like, if I was 6'6", six, six, maybe. But, like, I'm a, I was a 6'3 th- dude who couldn't dunk. So, like, you know, what are, what are you going to do? Yeah.
1: What are you going to do with that? Yeah. You get funny. You get funny you around get junior funny. year. Yeah. yeah. Around junior year. Yeah. That's what you got to do. You got to put in that work. You put in that
4: work.
0: Work, girl. Work um, it, girl.
1: Uh, do you have any wigs next to you? I don't have any wigs. That's okay. I don't have any wigs. I don't have any wigs. <laughs> what I, whenever I used to do shows with Marisa, it was I always thought about if I got pulled over, how funny that would be if they made me pop my trunk because I would have like John Cletus and a wig, and that sh- I, I would have to explain like. No, man, I'm, I'm doing a show with that, and they'll be like, all right, let's." right, yeah. you're you're trying to escape to Mexico for something, so yeah, come with for us. sure.
0: Jeremiah Wonders is brought to you by Talkspace. Change is constant, and these days there's something new and unprecedented to grapple with every single day. It's a lot. You got to talk it out with someone, and Talkspace is on a mission to make therapy affordable and accessible for us all. I've done some couples therapy with my wife. It's not the most fun thing, but I'll tell you what. It's very beneficial to our relationship, and I would recommend therapy to anyone who's needing to talk to somebody or just needing to get out some demons. You know what I mean? Talkspace is what we all need right now, guys, online therapy. They'll match you with a licensed therapist who you can reach out to 24-7. That's right. Whenever something's on your mind, you can text them, get daily responses five days a week, and there are other benefits to online therapy. It's affordable. Talkspace is a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. One month on Talkspace costs about the same as a single in-person appointment, which is crazy. And once you're in the network, you'll have access to thousands of therapists. They have experience treating a range of issues, depression, anxiety, substance abuse, relationships, food, and much more. We all need someone to talk to, and Talkspace wants to give us the licensed support we deserve at a price we can afford. Match with your perfect therapist at Talkspace.com or by downloading the app. Get $100 off your first month with code SAX. That's code S-A-X to get $100 off your first month at Talkspace.com. I don't uh, have any
1: wigs. I don't because okay. they're in another place. Yeah, but we, I we, do we, have we. a hat.
0: Okay. Well, that might come up organically in this next segment. This is uh, this next segment is called Fanning Out.
1: Fanning Out. Questions from fans. I love your podcast. Your podcast is the only one. that's like – you have any wigs, like, <laughs> Seriously. Fuck. if you, yeah, if, if you do Jeremiah's podcast, make sure you got some fucking wigs around. Well, I only <laughs> you're going to be, people. you're going to be, yeah. You're going to be a few people. You like when you go on Jeremiah's, you're going to have to come with a whole bunch of personalities. There's a lot. I, I expect a lot out of my guests.
0: When, when I ask, I'm like, Listen, all right, here's the breakdown. Um, I'm going to send this to you ahead of time, just so you're aware. There's going to be different personalities. There might be different characters. There might be different wigs. There might be impressions. You never know. The people who call into the show, the show has a giant reach. And I mean, the fact that we got the president today and Marisa, it's quite incredible.
1: It is. Those two don't you never think they would be on the same program. But it happened on your potty, yeah.
0: Here here today, dude. Yeah, on my, yeah, on yeah. My, if you go
1: on – my, squatty, outfits, potty. On my on squatty, squatty potty.
0: On my squatty potty today.
1: Yeah, it's like if someone asks me, tells me they're doing your podcast and they ask the advice, I'm going to be like, dude, you're, there's going to be a couple wardrobe changes. Get ready to so, sweat, okay? Yeah, get ready, yeah. You're going to have to just – there's a couple of acts you're going to have to do. Inter, inter, change, you're going to have to play a bunch of parts. It's what – you know, you are you are gonna be like Eddie Murphy in the Comps or the Clumps or whatever.
0: Pe- people ask me, they're they're like uh, they're like, oh, you should do so and so's podcast, like some of like the, the the bigger podcast or whatever. I'm like, yeah, that'd be cool, but I want them on my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see I want to see a huge ripped Rogan in a female wig sitting next. To me. <laughs> That's
1: what I want to see. You know what? That's what what everyone, that would be great. That would be hilarious.
0: Yeah, dude, I'm ready. I'm putting, I'm putting out the energy in the air. Um, shout out to, uh, Korma Glass for, uh, for wanting Trump and Marisa to get together. Um, that was, uh, their suggestion. Uh, uh, so I reached out to people online, said, Hey, ask Yanni any question that you want. And uh, see if we can uh, ask him. And we got some character suggestions and some scene suggestions on here as well. All right. Uh, first question should be pretty easy. Roscoe vanich, ask if he's an FF.
1: Full-blown, fully charged FCF, fully charged F. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's a rhetorical question. Right. 100% FF, yeah. Which, of course, means fat fuck. Gotcha. Yeah. Which I am. I'm very much that now. Yes. I'm 220 something. And, uh, you know, I'm having a kid at the time where my physical health is probably the worst. So let's hope I make it.
0: (laughs) Dude, you got to train for the dad
1: bod. I mean, it's it's a part of life. You got to, I mean, you're
0: doing it. It's great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Having a kid in about a month and I'm fat as shit. Are you stoked?
0: I'm very stoked. Are you, you're at the point of excitement
1: I'm, I, I'm very excited. I'm so tired of thinking about me that I'm kind of excited to – because, you know, we're comics. We're so narcissistic. This feels like it's the vacation that I've needed for a long time from thinking about myself, which is great. Because I am not that great. So it's funny to that I spend so much time thinking about someone who is like really not that great at all. It's like that's the whole thing. Is like I'm, I'm – like uh, the amount of time I – it's just such a waste of time to think about this All of this uh,
0: is going on
1: (laughs) yeah like every day i'm thinking about this look at what i spent my time thinking about i mean what a waste of fucking time so to think about a beautiful little girl (laughs) over this is a celebration it's settling it feels good it's nice that's awesome it feels right
0: congrats i'm excited for you brother thank you brother
1: uh you i wanted to ask you in your podcast you want to be the godfather can I? <laughs> yeah. How wild would that be if that was serious if I was like, and you were just like, uh, you can't say no to that. Can, can you say no to that? No, when a Greek
0: man asks you it's if you're gonna be his the godfather of his child, it's kind of like when a vampire asks to enter your house. If you say yes, that's that's the law. there that's yeah. happening.
1: Yeah, I would I think I should have done that just to. Just to do something different. Just went up to someone who I know, but know not that well. You know, i yeah. just been like, hey, man, will, you, will you just be the godfather of my daughter? And then they laugh, and i would be like, no, man, I'm serious. No, seriously. like I want seriously. this. I want this for my kids. I kid. want your, your – that's how highly I think of you. You can't, you can't turn down – you can't say no, right? That would That'd be like the if most I was seri- awkward thing. Yeah, it would be really awkward. You would think I was joking, but if I stayed committed to it, if I stayed committed – and was like, no, man, I that's I really, really admire you. I think you're a great person. I, I, I know we don't know each other that well. I would,
0: first I'd say like, what is Chris gonna think? What's Chrissy D gonna think?
1: I'd be like, look, you know, I'm obviously I know Chris better. I'm closer to Chris, but you know, the kid's are a fucking mess. We can all see that. And I just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I, you know, I just want my daughter to 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 have a chance with someone. You know, if I go down, you're responsible. You're just a great guy. You're moral and you're just the guy. You're the pick.
0: Also, I have to let you know uh, I'm terminal. So it's going to happen for sure. You will be the godfather. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, would be... Oh, man. That would be, that would be, yeah. I should have done that to someone for real. That would be dude, funny. Y- dude, like called, if you- called Joe DeRosa and been like, Joe. <laughs> oh, what, man? What? Uh, you, you're
4: a pig. All right. Hey, uh, hey, Yanni, what's up, man? It sounds like him. How the fuck did you do that? What do you mean, man? What's up, Joe? Hey, uh,
1: oh, Jesus Christ. What's up, man? <laughs> what's up, Joey D. Joe DeRosa, comedian, curmudgeon, uh, adopted kid? How you been, man? Like, how are you still doing stand up or fuck that shit? All those pigs, everybody's a pig. Yeah, li- life is the worst right
4: now, man. It couldn't get any worse. Things are horrible. <laughs> Things, I mean, you know, I look outside,
1: I just wish for darkness, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you uh are you are you are you uh still doing comedy or did you are you kick your rock and roll career back up again?
4: Yeah, I'm a f- oh, full-blown rock star,
1: man. Full-blown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking really good. That was really good, yeah. People who are watching are going, like, who's Joe DeRosa? Did,
4: did you have a question or anything you asked me,
1: man? Yeah. Um, um, yeah I wanted is. to Go know. On. Yeah, I got a question for you, Joe. Um, you know, it's funny to think of, like, the worst quality about somebody to give them a nickname. Um, you're adopted. Is it okay if we call you Joey in a Basket? I mean, I don't because think I have you, a choice. Uh, I think you're just going to call man. There you go. Yeah, that's my nickname for you, Joey in a basket. Because you were at, somebody dropped you off at the doorstep in a basket.
4: <laughs> you can call me Joey
1: Storks, too? Joey Storks, uh, the one that goes around the comedy scene is uh, Joey Turtle Without a Shell, which I don't think you appreciate very much, but it is the hey! funniest one. Yeah, so I mean, me like that. Come on. <laughs> that is a great Joey D impression right there. I mean, that is, that <laughs> is, uh, I hope he gets famous just so you can do that impression.
0: <laughs> I've got a handful of comic impressions that I'm like, come yeah. on, let's freaking go yeah. to the top, boys. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. That was good. Man. I'm banking on Mark Normand. <laughs> yeah. Do you do Normand? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, come on, man. Giannis, (laughs) good to see you. Gweef.
1: Hey, gotta
0: say, feeling pretty good. A little hungover, a little gay. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Giannis, am Mm -hmm. I gonna be the godfather or what? I mean, come on.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Comedy. I'm Kevin Hart. Good night.
1: Yeah, yeah. There he is. All the things. Sometimes uh, I wonder if he's a robot. I don't know. Am I? Blurp, 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 blurp. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um would this comes from Nick Richie99. Would you trade Chris Stefano for another Greek counterpart? Maybe George Stephanopoulos.
1: Um, in a second, yeah. I think we get a lot more eyeballs on us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We just, (laughs) yeah. If I George Stephanopoulos, yeah, the kid makes 30 million a year. Um, In one second, I would trade that fucking big white loaf for Georgie, sexy Georgie Stephanopoulos in a second. The the, The tone of the show would change and that show would be canceled after maybe one episode, whatever how long it took for whomever to comb through history hyenas to hear some of the things we say. But, Hopefully, we sign the deal first. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Greeks always prefer other Greeks. Yeah, you run with your own, right? We run with our own, man. We do. Yeah, Greeks just love being around other Greeks. Greeks hate everyone yeah. equally. Now,
0: is it true? Greeks. I heard something about Greek mythology, OK? And this could be more yeah. Roman, but I've heard that in Greece, that when men would train with each other and wrestle with each other, they sometimes. They fuck each other, yeah. Yeah. Is, yeah. that a, is that a real yeah. thing, that they'd have sex with each other to prep for their yeah. making with the women?
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, if, we, if wrestling was the most popular sport now and clothes weren't as pop, popular as they are, it would happen by accident to us as well. Like if me and you just started wrestling naked, the first one or two times we would just wrestle and work on technique, then at some point one of us is just going to get hard accidentally. And then that's how that happened. Yeah. I mean, they just didn't have clothes back then. Right. So, I mean, you're rubbing around. I mean, at some point it, it, it's just going to happen by accident. Um, it's going to find my dick's going to find its way into one of your holes at some point.
0: Right. It's just friction? It's
1: just biology, right? Right. And like all great things, we we discovered gay sex by accident. It right. just guys were wrestling. And the next thing you know,
0: what if we started a wrestling podcast? Where the guests that we have on, we just wrestle them and we ask them questions and we just put them in different positions and we just see what happens. Yeah. I mean, naked, you're saying? <laughs> oh, no, of course, naked. Yeah. They're yeah. Se- I mean, they're I center some- bars and stuff, you know, like to cover
1: just in case anybody's a prude, you know. But. Think about it seriously, though. Imagine me and you were naked and we were wrestling. And we're just moving around. Mm-hmm. And at some point, there's just that friction at some point. Just
2: the.
4: Yeah, hug, at some point, like you're,
1: tr- you're moving around and my dick is kind of gliding around on your skin. At some point, you're going to go, what's that? And what, I'm going to be like, no, nah, man. nah, man, it was, you know, and then, you know. Giannis, it's you're just, a little
0: firm down there right now.
1: I'm going to be like, no, nah, man, no, You were you know, we were just wrestling. And then it just, it, I can't lie about it. It's Giannis, hard I'm looking right around. at it. You're fully erect yeah. right now. And I'm going to go, no, that was because of the wrestling. And you're going to go, are you sure? And then the music starts, and then it's on. Yeah. <laughs> that's how. That's Hey, Giannis, uh, let's do this. Yeah, do, 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 let's do it. It turns right into a German techno club right there in antiquity.
0: There's a guy with a mask <laughs> on.
1: Get closer yeah. to him. Get closer. There's just a couple scenarios where you will, not, you will not remain straight for very long if you wrestle naked or if you're in a German techno club. Yep. You, can't, you can walk in straight, but how long can your straight hold up in a German techno club? Maybe a little longer than wrestling naked, but not forever.
0: Yeah, how how strong is your willpower?
1: How strong is your straightness? Is a new show that me and Jeremiah are going to pitch to a network? Let's (laughs) put people. Yeah, we're going to put straight people in the gayest scenarios and see how long their straight can hold.
0: Seriously, because yeah, where we're at right now, I mean, it's kind of like a flagpole in the wind. It kind of if there's a lot of wind it starts to billow.
1: Yeah. I mean, we'll take the straightest guys, the the level one, they go do ballet or whatever, level two, German techno, all the way to like actually having their dick in a guy's mouth, and it's like, can you stay straight? (laughs) (laughs) Be tough. It's a great game show. I mean, we've done everything else. It's basically
0: like the new man show (laughs) 2.0. Yeah, yeah. They used to I have like this, th- they used to have this segment on there where they like, they had a boner box on a guy where they would put, um, a, like a really thin cover of like a cardboard box around the guy. And if it reached past a certain level, then that's when like the gay, like alarm would go off. <laughs> so, funny. so like, so they would like have, at first they would be like, uh. Are you? Oh, we're gonna get you hard. Like you're you're thrown out as soon as the buzzer goes off. So they would have like a stripper in a bikini, like trying to like dance in front of the guys, and the guy would just be smiling and be like, "Nope, not gonna do it. Not gonna do it." And then they had this little person come out deep throating a banana, and the guy starts laughing really hard, and he started to get a boner when he saw the. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty classic comedy.
1: Pretty classic comedy. That is. yeah. 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 Pretty soon we're going to have to like, you ever watch any of those Japanese shows where like they, they put a cockroach in the tube and they both blow. Oh yeah. Like that's, I think that there's no, there's no place else to go, but that next.
0: Yeah. We're close. You know? We're real close to that. We're close. Yeah. Um, I like this. How
1: great would just real quick? How great would you yeah. think it would be if we took Antifa and like the proud boys or whatever and we started doing like live simulated Romanesque kind of gladiator games where we did like the street wars that they're having we put them in a coliseum and we let them fucking kill each other with you know you get like american flags with with like you know points at the end and they just and uh and the other ones have like molotov cocktails and we just watch it I mean that would be real entertaining that would be great, right like the new new Roman
0: games those Dude. are the new gladiators I mean. People would pay for that. I mean, you know, we can't attend we we can't attend sports right now because of everything that's going on. So, if you could tune in from the comfort of your own home and not be judged for being sick and disgusting, the numbers would be insane.
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, TBS, hit us up. We got ideas.
0: Very funny.
1: <laughs> yeah. Very funny. This week
0: um this one <laughs> I like this one. Uh j.a.n.d.r.o on Instagram. What's the Greekest shit you've ever done?
1: The Greekest shit I've ever done. Um God, what haven't I not done? I mean, being a Greek guy, I think the Greekest thing I ever did was come out of my mom's vagina. My wife just said, "Jesus." <laughs> Because she was Greek, so I was born Greek. Is the Greekest shit I've ever done. Yeah. No, I think the, yeah, the Greekest shit I've ever done was like drink a coffee while I smoked a cigarette, while I sat in swim trunks, uh, while I had an unshaved face and hadn't worn deodorant, and uh, said something conspiratorial about uh, the Illuminati. That's as Greek as it gets. Okay, that's, that's yeah. solid. That's solid. Yeah. While I dip the pita into uh, taramusalata, which is crushed fish eggs dip, which is very Greek. Wow. I've done it. I've done. Yeah, there's been moments where all those things have come together, mm-hmm. and uh, po- Poseidon cried. <laughs> that's what happens when you get that Greek.
0: This one comes from Mamory Beans. Uh, they want us to be NYC rival hot dog vendors.
4: Oh,
1: <laughs> That's good can you do that voice city? I mean, it, I mean, should we do a like hot dog vendor in the, in the 70s or hot dog vendor now? Because hot dog vendor now is more. What are you talking about? These are my hot dogs over here. That's, they're all Indian. That's these are the best hot dogs. And in the 70s, you had more, you know, I'm a hot dog vendor, you know, maybe it's so
0: more like I, Yeah, maybe it's more like in the 70s, maybe.
1: Yeah, well, look, I mean, that, my hot dogs, let me tell you something. That fucking fairy over there, his hot dogs, his hot dogs are the, are the 40 in a pack, 40 cents. You can buy his fuck his hot dogs are sitting in fucking dirty water. You know what I do with my fucking hot dogs? What do you do I to yours? I cook them, man. I fucking cook. My wife made those fucking hot dogs. My wife makes the hot dogs. I bring them out. I sell them in front of the fucking Met Museum. Yeah, I pump up the price because it's all fucking rich over there. But you know what? They fucking homemade hot dogs.
0: I saw you pull your hot dogs out of some Oscar Mayer packaging, okay?
4: Yeah, I'm from Boston. Yeah,
0: I'm from Boston, okay? Yeah. Yeah, I I, I came from the city from Boston and I moved here, All right.
1: Yeah, I mean, there you go. The kid's from Boston. That's all you need to know. He's in in Manhattan selling fucking hot dogs. He couldn't make it in Boston, so he came to New York. I mean, the kid's delusional. You gotta make a big first... I got a dream, okay? I'm chasing this dream, okay? It's a big apple. They don't got a big apple in Boston, all right? Listen, here's the deal. I've tasted his hot dogs. I've sent spies to go taste his fucking hot dog. Let me tell you something. This is, the, this is the measure of a good hot dog. If you stick it in your ass and it breaks apart, that's a bullshit hot dog. My hot dogs are stiff and cooked. You could take the hot dog, stick it in your ass. It will not fall apart. It'll go right in. Those are my fucking hot dogs. yo. 100% yo- homemade. Your hot dogs are so lame,
0: I shoved one up my nostril. I could fit it up there. And I got a big nose. I see it. But it's one of those things where whenever I shoved a hot dog up there, it was like a little guy. It was a little guy that could fit right up my left nostril.
1: You got to have more girth on your hot dogs, all right? Let me tell you something. Just eat it, my fucking, eat my hot dogs. You don't even don't got no relish. That. You don't even got no relish at your stand. That's my fucking middle name is Relish. I'm Frankie Relish Pizarro. V- Frankie Relish Pizarro. That's what they call me. I fucking dance with Relish. Are you kidding me? I got fucking pack. I got. I- I'll fucking buy everybody Relish. You think I give a fuck? No, I think you do. I think you do. Actually, my name's Donnie Krautzinger. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, Donnie Krautzinger, your fucking hot dogs come from that dumb Irish Boston town where they're fucking boiled and you put sauerkraut on them. I don't boil. I got no nice hot, hot dogs. dogs. I grill Oh, you got mine? I, I got hot I got condiments that are hot dogs that go on the hot dogs. Oh, I you do like got that.
0: You got hot dogs from concentrate in a bottle and you put more
1: meat on top of your hot dogs. That's how you're saying how authentic your dogs are? That's how fucking hot... You could say, give me a hot dog with mustard and hot dogs. And I put fucking hot dogs on the hot dog. You put a side of hot dogs on the hot dogs, and and that's something, I
0: honestly, I can't compete with. I can't afford to put hot dogs with a hot dog. I don't got that kind of price. I don't have that that annuity on the loan that I'm taking out on this cat.
1: Well, there you go. I fucking win. I fucking win the dueling hot dogs game. My name is... Frankie, Relish, Pizarro, from the 1970s, where there were still white guys who were hot dog vendors.
0: I guess I'll have to tuck I my. Seen... I guess i have to tuck yeah, my dick between my pussy and go back to Boston.
1: Get the fuck out of here! Get in your car. I will get in my car. Son of a bitch! <laughs> 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 I used to have a joke that I told uh, where I said, um, you know, uh, you know, taxi drivers. Um, You know, I got a lot of black friends and, you know, black guys say they can't catch a taxi, which is true. I've been with them. They can't ta- catch a taxi. It's very racist. But I said, you know, I don't know if that has anything to do with white people, though. I was like, when's the last time you saw a white taxi driver? I don't know. It was 1973. It was a movie directed by Martin Scorsese. They don't exist.
0: <laughs> the year was 1922. <laughs> The year was 1922, and my taxi driver was a white guy. Things started just she? getting a little bit roaring out here in the twenties. I came in with my dame, she. <laughs> she
1: flicked her
0: yeah, cigarette. Yeah, there's just
1: the South Asians really—they got a grip on the hot dog game in New York now.
0: They got the conglomerate going, man. They got that, yeah. Uh, I got one or two questions, and we'll round it out with sax talk, and then we'll wrap this thing up. I, I remember Sax Talk. I love it. Oh, yeah, you do. Uh, Beanie.thief asked how (laughs) he met Chrissy D. And when they knew they would be so cute together.
1: I met Chris when he first started doing comedy. I'd been doing it a couple years. 2010-ish, 9-ish, 10-ish. Then we became close friends around 2012-ish, 13-ish. And, uh, we just, yeah, we just make each other laugh a whole bunch. And so it was just, uh, it was just fun. Very, uh, very easy going. And, you know, we just have a good time. That's basically it. It's just making each other laugh. Like doing this podcast is always, you know, second time. It's just fun. Cause you're so funny. And so, yeah, that's, it's just fun. If you can laugh with somebody, I think people like watching that the most,
0: you know? Yeah. I mean, I dude, I've been, as, as soon as, uh, we're, we're texting and, uh, and as soon as, uh, You said that you were able to do it this week. I was so stoked. I was like looking forward to it. I was like, "Ooh, I'm ready to laugh and have fun with my yawny, my my
1: yawny long laughs." I love this because your potty, you just have no idea what's gonna happen next, and you gotta switch gears quick. You just gotta go with it. Real quick, I could imagine like a lot of people are just not comfortable on your potty, right? Because you're like, "Okay, now be another person," and they're like, "I can't."
0: Giannis, let's just say we've had some one and dunners on this show.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: some people I love who it. will <laughs> never return my calls. <laughs> some people who questioned what are they doing in their career after they
1: got done with the pod. <laughs> yeah, man. It's fun. It's uh it's fun. It's wild. This is a wild your potty's wild. I love it. Wild. That's how I like to do things.
4: Wild.
0: Wild. Um. Last question here. Uh, oh, they want Brendan underscore Waldick. Uh, what if Derek from Tallahassee is told by the doctor he has liver cancer from partying and COVID, but he doesn't believe it's true? So, uh, hey,
1: brother. Oh. Yeah, that's nothing but a billy a Let me tell you, COVID. I've had it uh, 14 times already, brother. No big deal. I mean, all the way down from the southern tip. Of oh, the Florida Keys to the Georgia line, brother. COVID's been here. I eat COVID, brother. It's nothing. I've had AIDS twice. I've eaten glass. I fist fought a shark. COVID ain't got nothing on me, brother. I'm from Tallahassee. Are you kidding me? I, don't, I won't even remember answering this question in 10 minutes, brother.
0: Derek, I have your test results here, and uh, the cancer is very severe in your liver, and uh, it's already reached a handful of your lymph nodes, and it's starting to spread throughout your body, and you really have probably a month tops, and that's very optimistic.
1: Well, look, I never believed any of that billy-a-boop anyway. I mean, if you can't feel it, is it there? You know, they say... They say if a tree falls in the forest and you can't hear it, it didn't fall. Let me tell you something. My colon cancer, they've been telling me about my colon cancer now for about 10 years. My establishment's still open. The Pink Lagoon, El Flamingo crock pit. Come on down, brother. We got everything you need, celebrity bartenders. We'll even have the great Jeremiah Watkins down there with all his wigs pouring fireball shots down the gullet, walking around. With the great Manny, who's got no arms, watch him pour shots. The kid's like a golden retriever, man. He holds the bottle in his mouth and pours it like that. So listen, you're telling me I'm going down from cancer? I'm an American. I drink Bud Light Limes. So whenever they say you're going down, I say, give me a Bud Light Lime, and we'll see who's here tomorrow. And guess what, brother? I'm always here. So come on down to the crock pit.
4: I'm okay. Um,
0: Yeah. You should probably have somebody pick you up today, to be honest. Um, like I'm, I'm not well, even sure how you're walking. Uh, it, it's, it's literally riddling your body right now. Do you have any symptoms that you're feeling, or, or is it just me telling you what you should be feeling?
1: Well, if you're asking me about my spirit, brother, I'm a red-blooded American. I feel fine, but I am seem to be missing a leg. And uh, I don't know where I am right now, so I couldn't even tell you where to pick me up. I just came to. I'm in somebody's house here. uh, Hell of a night, whether it was last night or a week ago, brother, I don't remember the last time I was present. But, yeah, it does seem like I am missing a leg at this moment, if that's what you're asking.
0: But I feel fine. It's one of the limbs that we had to take because of the cancer, Derek.
1: Well, I don't remember... Or believe you per se, but I tell you, I feel fine. I mean, I'm a Florida hero. I feel fine. Uh, you know, I'm from Florida, and I feel fine.
0: Well, if you feel fine, then that's all I need to hear. And I, I wish you the best of luck. Uh, thank you for. Don't y'all have
1: some? Yeah, I mean, don't y'all have some? uh, Over? You're actually? Are you? Are you work for ICE or something? Coming bothering me, telling me. I got to do this. I got to do that. I gotta. Learn. Aren't there some illegal somewhere you could go put through your question ringer? I mean, I'm an American, brother. I'm a taxpayer. I got an establishment presently shut down by the city, but we're working on those fines. I mean, come on, brother. I mean, this is American on American crime here. Are you I'm, Canadian or something? I don't know.
0: No, I, I, I'm not. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: There it is. I knew it. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew you was a Canuck, brother. Once I saw that beak on that face, I said, they only grow them like that in Canada. Well, um. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. I got a bar. You're welcome to come anytime.
0: All right, Derek. I'm going to refer you to a different nurse. Uh, Have have a good day, pal.
1: All right. Appreciate it. Uh, I'll see you all. Come on down.
0: Dude, it's just wild, the reach of this podcast. I mean, we've got Marisa who stopped by. We have Derek. uh, I mean, Trump stopped by for a little... It's it's crazy. Scottie Pippen? Dude. Mark Normand? Mark Normand? Joe DeRosa? Yeah. Joe DeRosa?
1: (sighs) I mean, really? Yeah, who's next?
4: I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what's next. Sax talk. Ooh.
0: So, Giannis. Yeah. Whenever you're ready, think of a uh, story of a sexual encounter that you've had that you're comfortable with sharing. And I'll play some sweet, yeah. sweet sax to follow along with. Uh, the last time you talked about being in Scandinavia and getting your bum bum lapped up.
1: Yeah, I remember that one.
0: Yeah. Uh, so anything. <laughs> but that. Yeah, one. I got. It.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. won't tell
1: that one. Yeah, that one's. <laughs> That one's been recorded for posterity. (laughs) I'm looking at my wife. Hey there, brother. Earmuffs for this one.
4: Whenever you're ready. What's up, everybody? Y'all ready to hear a tale? It's a tale as old as the country of the red, white, and blue.
1: It's a story about a 44-year-old stand-up clown who caught the last train into adulthood. (laughs) You know, us comedians, we don't grow up too fast. Some of us never even grow up, do drugs and die, or die somewhere in a Best Western somewhere outside of Pennsylvania, maybe Uniontown alone, hoping we'll make it, but it just don't happen. So what I decided to do was focus on my personal life. I decided to get myself a nice wife. We got married after a couple years of dating then. She's still of the childbirth in years, so she wanted a a baby. So
4: that's not what you read about. It
1: doesn't go the way you think when you read about it. I'm a naive fella. I thought, you know, you get married and Jesus just puts a baby in your wife's belly because he did the right thing, but that's not the way it goes. What happens is your wife comes home with a thermometer in her mouth and she threatens you with death if you don't bang her out right there because she's got 12 minutes to make a child and you run scared. If I had known making a child was that hard, I probably would have busted a nut in every girl I banged raw daddy in high school. <laughs> I'm doing this for comedy. It's, uh, you know, you would have just asked, hey, when's the last time you had your period? And if she would have said anything, over a couple days, you just fire off the glue in there because you're safe. Because a woman's only got about 12 minutes of fertility on a certain day. And it is at military time. So my wife turned into a sergeant. She said, get in the basement, take your pants off and pull your shit out and fuck me. And I said, I can't, I can't, I can't get it hard if you keep talking like a sergeant in Vietnam, please say something feminine, please. She said, shut up, faggot. Drop a nut in me. Be a man. So there comes a time in a boy's life or a man child if you're a comedian where you got to pull yourself up by your own bootstraps and figure out a way to make a child while your wife's got a thermometer in her mouth and a child care book in the other. And now she's pregnant, and we got a baby on the way, so hey, ho, hey. And maybe I should have picked another story to tell for sax time, because I don't know if my wife's going to let me see the baby after the end of this. (laughs) But anything for comedy and my good boy, Jeremiah Watkins, even if that means I got to sleep on his floor because I'm divorced now. <laughs> to be continued. Yanni gonna
2: give it to you, gonna give it to you, Yanni gonna give it to you, gonna give it to you. First he's gonna
4: come,
1: then you're gonna <coughs> then you're gonna
4: baby, whoa, well, let's go.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Need, that, need, that was hot man yeah can i say i believe i'm two for two during sax time oh for sure <laughs> i'm two for two baby two for two baby dropping fat
0: nuts and fat loads on sax stock dog <laughs> yeah tell us some personal ones that's good funny that's though, some funny that's some good stuff uh dude yeah you i i've I, I have to say, I usually dread doing these Zoom-type podcasts, but it's flown by today. I hope it's flown by for you. I had a blast with you, man. I always love hanging with you, talking with you, and uh, thanks so much for doing it, man.
1: Anytime, man. Yeah, I, it's always awkward because it's like the delay and stuff, but it's always fun with you, man. You're the best. Thanks, Jeremiah.
0: People, if, you, like, if you're not already on the History Hyenas Train, get on it, follow Giannis on Instagram. He posts like a lot of amazing characters and stuff and different sketches, different um, character pieces, um, different fun clips, history hyenas on Patreon in the mornings. Lots of fun stuff. Uh, dude, excited for you in this next chapter of your life. And uh, man, I can't wait till uh, we can see each other in person again and, uh, and uh, do more stuff together, man. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Later, brother. I'll talk to you soon.